Super Talk Mississippi media production. State Treasurer David McRae has put millions back into the hands of Mississippi citizens, expanding the state's affordable college and career savings program and also returning record amounts of unclaimed money. Check out how Treasurer David McRae's office can help you, your business, or your organization. Treasury.ms.gov. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the story straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way. Their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no words, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Hey folks, welcome to the Mississippi Minute. I am Steve Azar. Don't forget, before we get started, you know what I'm about to say. Visit Mississippi.org is the place to check out. And trust me, so many wonderful, cool things to do to celebrate who we are. Uh, just incredible. And today we're going to do that for sure in, in my guest. I'm so excited. Paul Gallo got him before I did. And I love Paul, so it's only fitting that I follow the man, uh, our, our Delta brother. Uh, we're talking music and food, and nothing goes better. And this man is one soulful cat, and that word soulful doesn't even do him justice. He penned his first Billboard-charted song at 18. 18, come on. And followed that up as a staff writer in Nashville for Patrick Joseph Music there. He would do what I did before I did, and leave Music City and to the Delta back home and team up with blues guru Jim O'Neill, founding editor of Living Blues Magazine. There he played on Sessions. O'Neill produced for his Rooster Blues label. Willie Cobbs, who wrote the Almond Brothers classic, You Don't Love Me, got Mohead. I just gave his name away. Well, part of it. To play slide guitar on his record. He shared the stage with such greats as Bob Dylan, Little Feet, Robert Randolph, Ray Willie Hubbard, Billy Joe Shaver, Sam Bush, so many. After five critically acclaimed records, and I'm telling you they are, and after years of touring, he quietly turned his attention to family life and raising his two boys with his bride, Jen, and began pursuing his passion for food, opening his own funky fine dining restaurant called Catherine's. My kind of guy, so let's get to it in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. We're here, actually, in my playground, Studio A at Delta State again. That's why it sounds so good. Uh, my pal, John Mohead. What's up, John? Thanks, Steve. That was great. I, I'm, I'm going to get little... them to hire you when I <laughs> to speak at my uh, my funeral, whenever that oh, day may be. Oh, I don't want to <laughs> hear about that. Oh, my gosh. That would be, that would be really yeah. sideways. Oh, man. That, uh, that was great. All the influences that pull from where we where we live. Mm-hmm. For you, how's it been uh, with all the influences? Because it sounds like you've been influenced by so much, but it is you. From an early age, uh, you know, I played high school football and I broke my ankle. And uh, the team manager played a Gibson guitar, <laughs> and uh, he started showing me chords. And he was a huge Conway Twitty fan. His, uh, his name is Bill Durham. And um, so that's really how that was, you know, I was... 15 years old, I guess. 
that was the first. And I uh, used to drive up here to Cleveland to Marson Brothers Music. I think I bought my first guitar there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then this uh, this woman named Doris Carr, her husband was named Sam Carr. Sam was a uh, world-renowned blues drummer. He was with the Jelly Roll Kings. <laughs> um, well, Doris was nursing my, my grandmother after my grandmother had a stroke. So she knew that I played. So she invited me over to their house some, and uh, and it was like I, you know, died and gone to heaven. I go in this this house; it's in the middle of a cotton field, but he's got a music room that's wow. got a Fender Rhodes. He's got four track recorders. He's got bass. He's got drums. He's got his father was Robert Nighthawk, you know, who's kind of known as the first blues musician that started using electric guitars. He had his guitars hanging on the wall by a string. You know, he had his oh, Robert Nighthawk slide, which was a piece of uh, of brass that he had cut, just laying around. Just, you know, I mean, and so that was my introduction to blues. Um, and I would, I mean, I just like I ate it up, man. I just went over there every time they'd let me, and um, you know, sit around and play. I was terrible, I'm sure, you know, but uh, but it just like absorbing that stuff, you know. How old were you? Uh, probably sixteen. Yeah. Um, and then you know. I, I grew up listening to, you know, the Almond Brothers, Leonard Skinner, and all that, but I also listens, you know, country as country evolved. Um, and I started writing songs in study hall at Lee Academy. I'm sure, you know, much to the chagrin of my <laughs> teachers there, but, um, you know. I know what that's like. And they were usually about girls. I was actually sure. doing it in history class and uh, algebra and, geom- you know, so I was doing it uh, like, yeah, I know you were too, yeah. but you're right. You're right. There were girls. Multitasker. And, you yeah, were, yeah, 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 yeah. We, but we've become that, haven't we? No, I love hearing that because yeah. I think that when you're bit, you know, there's a point when you got bit. Yeah. And, and for me, I got bit young and it's interesting how um, it's almost like, uh, we weren't daydreaming. We were actually being efficient for our career, for our yeah. future. <laughs> you yeah. know, looking back, we yeah. were doing something that was going to matter. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. We're, how student-wise, what were you like? Very you look. Average. I bet you, really. Average, yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm dyslexic and a total right brainer. So yeah, what is it? Um, my my wife Jennifer uh, got this book. It's funny. Uh, the Enneagram. <laughs> uh, the, you, she made me do it. She, you did it too. I did oh, it. Great. Yeah. Well, I'm, I was like a four, you know. Yeah. Total, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whack job, creative. You know. <laughs> I was an enthusiast, which was one of my. But four That's, was one of my two, with three. But yeah. but I was that. But Gwen, my wife, and your wife, they got along so well. I was looking at them, and I was going like, they're the spreadsheet that keeps us organized. Right. Yeah. That's, right. That's a great analogy. Yeah. Too. Yeah. 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 Spreadsheets scare the heck out of me. Yeah. Me too. That's, I, you know, I, just, I get all confused. Uh, uh, <laughs> so talking to John Mohead. Mohead is what you go by with all your records. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the band stuff, it was it's always uh, been billed as Mohead. And then when I did the singer songwriter thing, solo gig or whatever, then it's, it's John, you know. But, you know, all my friends, you know, they've always, since high school, always call me Mohead. So, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You yeah, remember yeah. it. You remember yeah, it. yeah, yeah. They call me Riverzar here at campus, some of the basketball <laughs> guys, and I put it on my, uh, Zar, uh, they called me Zarman, Zarman, and then Riverzar. So that's been my email. One of them, Never mind, I didn't tell everybody that. Hey, <laughs> hey, so, John, uh, so growing up, and you start, you're 18 when you pin your first song. So yeah. you, you 
did you have a lot of training? Because you and I both know, until you sort of really understand the craft, you got to be truly gifted to be able to pull it off. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I didn't have any training at all. In fact, um, I took it to a guy in Clarksdale named Jimmy Harris. Um, and Jimmy knew this guy who knew this guy, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, had a publishing company in, in Nashville. Well, hmm. you know, so come here, son, sign here, and wow. here's a cigar, you know. But they put me with Kent Blasey. And oh, Kent Blasey like at yeah. that time yeah. was just kind of a, you know, struggling writer. And, yeah. um, he hadn't met Garth Brooks at that point. So Kent cleaned my song up and they got it cut by, I think it was called the Wright Brothers. They were on, um, they were on Mercury. They were on Major Lateral. Mm. It was on Hee Haw. You know, it was, sure. yeah, it was a it, top 20 song. And, um, and then Kent and I started writing together. And, um, and then I was singing some demos for Kent and, uh, you know, he, he really, he brought me under his wing and it just, you know, it was, it was huge for me taught me a whole lot i mean you know because there wasn't there wasn't a dmi then you know you right. had you know belmont you had mtsu but uh you know it just working with somebody like that it was it was incredible and it's interesting that you we had our mentors and talking about cleaning songs up we had to learn that and all that but um so well songs are written but hits are rewritten no that's <laughs> true that's true no that's true that is true and at this point in your life compared to think about it how the craft is sort of like it's just like chewing gum and walk whatever it is they say you know it's such it's such a natural thing for us yeah um are you harder on yourself now you feel like do you feel like you have to be or do you feel like it comes easy or is there a combination you know um the last couple that i've written in the few last few months um have come a lot easier because i kind of spent a little more time structuring it in my head before i actually put pen to you know paper um Back then, it was, it, you know, more distractions, I guess. Uh, I, I should have more distractions down. I guess that's why I ended up doing it in the car, you know, getting everything lined out, like an outline before mm-hmm. I actually start strumming yeah. a guitar. But um, but there was, I mean, one thing, you know, I had a like a love-hate relationship with Nashville. And um, but one thing I did love so much about it because it was it was probably the most creative that i've ever been mm-hmm. you know because i mean you go to a restaurant you go to a bar wherever everybody's in the business everybody's right. talking this language that only you feel like no one else in your hometown understands you or speaks your language right uh and you go there and it's like oh man there are people like me yeah and that's yeah. that's a really comforting feeling well there's not many people like you and that's a compliment well, you're uh, special for sure with john mohead we're going to listen to all john mohead's music mohead not mine between breaks because i'm excited he's here he's also brought his guitar we're going to get him to pick it up in the next section i'm steve azar you're in the keep mississippi beautiful studio via my beautiful studio a here i know it's not mine but i feel like it is playground delta state dmi if you're a kid come here to college and get it all like dylan at the board right now he's running it. he's he's one of the uh one of the futures uh bright futures coming from the delta music institute uh, go to visit Mississippi.org to check out what you're going to do this weekend. Trust me. Let's hear some Mohead. I'm Steve Azar. We'll be right back. By the way, I love you. From 
the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain under mostly cloudy conditions, high near 60 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 50. Your Saturday, a beautiful day on tap, mostly sunny, high near 67. And for your Sunday, sunny conditions, high near 73. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trusted advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752. Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum invites you to our Veterans Day ceremony. Wednesday, November the 10th at 10.30 a.m. to honor Mississippians who serve and who have served the United States Armed Forces. The program will take place on the Energy Mississippi Plaza located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Join the two Mississippi museums, Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum as we honor our veterans. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Napa know-how. Fall is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. Gulf Seafood Outlet, your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet, seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet, Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Guess it slipped my mind. thousand miles away from me puts my heart on the line drink to kill pain I'm Steve Azar back with John Mohead folks you gotta google him check his music out follow him on Spotify Apple uh, not Napster because Napster was one of my enemies growing. But they were that was when I had my first hits. I'm kidding. But anyway, you wherever you listen to your music, uh you're just gonna be blown away if you haven't 
had the opportunity to enjoy this great art form. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Visit Mississippi.org is it. Check it out. All right, John. So let's talk about real quick, a brief. I always love knowing how you uh, get to meet your bride. We heard it from Jen. What's your take after how many years of marriage? Why would you ask me that question? Well, because I'm, cause I know me, I have to think Let's about it. see, our son's uh, uh, 18. So 18, 18 years, years of marriage, yeah. the, the, you know, grapevine changes a lot of times, like a grapevine, yeah. so you could have a different, totally different story. She actually, she's from Orlando, and uh, she came to the Mississippi Delta via Teach for America, which was, uh, and they still are. They're still so far, there. you're okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, they place teachers in, you know, all around the United States, uh, but they started out in impoverished areas like the Delta and, you know, Houston, Texas, and, you know, and now sure. they're all over. But um, that's how she got here. And uh, we were at a, a place, actually on moon lake and uh it was called uncle henry's and um we uh a bar is uncle henry's uh, uncle henry's well uh, it was a, it was uh, a cathedral or is it a bar it was a place <laughs> that dated back to the 1920s is the same family that had it, the rights uh and um there's a mother and son who ran it uh uh-huh. and they were they were cajun and um and they specified specialized in in cajun cuisine and it was really good and it was like my when i moved back to moon lake it was like my my pub because it was right down the street from me and she walked in and i had uh, tv on at the bar and was watching a uh, orlando magic game and she stopped and wanted to see what the score was whatever and i anyway you know it's like that was a big stop a moment to stop it was yeah you think about it I said, so you from around here? Define uh, you know, it. that kind of thing. And, uh, and you know, the rest is history. But You asked her that? You from around here? I think I did. <laughs> and then maybe it. the next question was, do you drink beer? Yeah. <laughs> you know, think about it. She came here to Teach for America and never left. That's, I know. <laughs> I love it. That, the, yeah. Truly defining and, and, moment. And she still works for Teach for America now. Yeah, and that's amazing. And that story, so after 18 years, I'm thinking when you're as married as long as Gwen and I, then that story will change a touch. Yeah. Uh, because you're adding years. So get yeah. ready. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you got two boys. One of them plays golf. Yeah. And uh, so tell me about your sons. Uh, Jack, he's 17. He's a golfer, uh, thinks he's the next Gordon Spieth, and hopefully he will be. You yeah, know? that would be nice. Uh, Henry is uh, two years younger. He's uh, into more outdoorsy. You know, he's not – hadn't gotten the golf bug. He's, uh, you know, likes to bow hunt. He likes loves to fish. You know, he's – done tournament fish uh, bass fishing tournaments uh wow kids are so different aren't they yeah Yeah, you know it's interesting Um, they they keep you uh entertained because you like you get all facets you know as you know from one child to the other and Um, you know at an early age i tried to they were you know seven years old i tried to get them involved with music and so i got a little drum set or something and then i got a little bass and both of them had the metronome in their head. I mean, you know this. Yeah. If you you don't have that sense of timing, that metronome in your head no, is no, really no. Yeah. almost impossible to teach anybody an instrument. Right. And they both had that. I thought, okay, well, you know, two and the four. Right. One, two, three, four. They got that. So we can we can work with this. But uh, after a couple of weeks, they had no interest. You know? Yeah. So, in, in, so do you feel like as a dad and a musician, you see that they, oh, they got that part whipped did you look at it like maybe I should force them? But I'm never that guy. I'm not. I'm not that guy. Yeah. Because yeah. you and I both know the road ahead. Yeah. So you got to yeah. really be. You got to want it yeah. so bad that that you can endure all of the letdown. Yeah. 
And you don't want to put your kid through that unless they're ready to be. You, you want to put them through it if they're in because yeah. you know they can handle it because the love of what we do is worth it in the end. Um, and there's no roller coaster ride that we can handle. And we also learn how to just not almost like, you know, by now, you and me, we're just on a straight road right now. Yeah. I don't get high. I don't get low, yeah. you know, and and I used to get high over things I shouldn't ever got high over yeah. <laughs> and low over things I shouldn't ever got low over. I didn't couldn't I couldn't even decipher which one was going on because it was uh, just a, a ball of emotions. So I've learned to control. How about you? I, well put, because um, I've gone through the same, you know, years and years of that, and um, and that's you know, for me, it was that's ultimately probably what got me out of the music business. Um, you know, Barry Bays, who we were mentioned sure. earlier, who uh, teaches here uh, DMI, he was on the road with me, and I th- one year we did like two hundred dates. Some in Europe. We even played in Africa. We played, we played in Morocco, in Africa. you know. And, right. Um, and Jennifer, actually, she quit teaching to be our road manager during that period. Oh, I love that. Yes. Great times, right? Oh, yeah, like herding cats, herding guys yeah. on airplanes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, but she did it. Um, after that, I mean, uh, this I'll never forget it. It's like we were playing in uh, Sarasota, Florida. And it was like a, I don't know, like a 500-seat room, and which was a good crowd for us. And it was, you know, music was was on, the, the band was on, we were on, and, uh, the crowd was into it. And uh, my keyboard player at the time, Walt Austin, was from Atlanta. Um, he started playing, he had this great B3 that we toured with and started playing this solo. And it brought me to tears on the stage. Wow. Weirdest thing. And it just like at that moment, I took my guitar off, put it on the stand, and walked off the stage, walked down the street in Sarasota, sat on a park bench, and was like crying. And it's like during just, the set, yeah, oh yeah, right in the middle of it. You had a breakdown right I, there. That was it. And hmm. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Uh, oh, you're kidding? Yeah, no, that was it. That was the last time I, 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 I don't think I played. Didn't you do solo stuff after that though? Not for about seven years. So you took a little that real was, break. Yeah. W- when was this? Two thousand three. Wow. Maybe? 2004 right right in there does does catherine's come into the picture at this point your uh, restaurant a little later i mean but yeah uh it was pretty close after that um because then i had to you know you know i made some money in the music business and then i got um, um did a flip house you know and it's like oh well this is a lot easier making money at this than it is you know being on the road all the time. also good for writing though you know i'm telling well, you sitting in a writing room you and i both know you can dissolve into a chair uh, in a white sterile room for me i could not do it i could not do yeah. it i was uninspired it was for and i forced some stuff out that ended up doing me okay but it was when i was adding on to my house or or cutting the grass or driving or or yeah. doing some sort of manual labor i promise that i yeah, that exactly i would right. tune in you're exactly and right I said, oh, my God, there's the lines to that. There's, I mean, like, it was like a freedom to not having to go, right, go do it right now. Get you, go do it. Yeah. Go, go sit in your chair and write. Man, that freaked me out. Me too. <laughs> so interesting yeah. that you finally sort of had it came to a head. I'm trying to – I've laid in bed for days when when we were really on a roll, and I knew that it was going to affect – my career after a couple hits and when the label says you've got to go uh we're up for sale and we're not going six deep like we were and and i laid there and um i don't think i had a bed for four three or four days it felt like it Hmm. and uh so it took a you you couldn't have got a crowbar and pried me out i mean i was pretty beat up but uh i overcame you know we overcome it but those times i was pretty uninspired at that i had to get 
until I got ticked off. So you ever gotten ticked off? Oh yeah, enough to get inspired. <laughs> well, it's like I'll show them, kind of. You know, they, yeah, they yeah, com- yeah. We need a little ch- a competitive it side. Yeah, it's like I'll show them. Yeah. Well, why don't you take us into the break with something? Um, I love, I love how you. To me, there's an intellect about you in your songwriting. There's also uh, a common man thread. So to be able to walk the balance, to have the balance to do that, John, is difficult. So you're a man with substance, but you also have fun with it. So I you know, just want you to take us into the break. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. John Mohead, we're setting new rules today. It's the first time anybody's ever played on my show. What have, what have I been thinking? Well, I hadn't had John. Check him out. Go to visit Mississippi.org. Go get it, John. This is... Um you grew up on the Mississippi River and so did I, so this is my Mississippi River song. It's called Muddy Water. Well, the Mississippi River runs through the Gulf of Mexico. Me and my friend Hank thought we'd build a raft and go. Modern day Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn See what kind of trouble we get in So we started in St. Paul Where the water's mighty cold Thought we'd finally take the trip Before we got too old Current pulls us back Back a hundred years I can see the ghost of Mark Twain The night draws near Damn you, old man Lure me right into the belly of the beast I can hear the church bells ringing Setting me free Stronger, I'm crossing over Jordan. Muddy water is my name. Muddy water is my name. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We are located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. 
Callaway's Christmas Open Houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Our landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget, Callaway's Christmas Open Houses the first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring your family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to two men in a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. He was a prominent businessman, former mayor of Clarksdale, and co-owner of Medidi's Restaurant and Ground Zero Blues Club with friend and actor Morgan Freeman, Bill Luckett, who was also well-known and highly respected in Mississippi politics, has passed away. He ran for governor in 2011 as a Democrat and came in second in the primaries. A cause of death has not been released. Recently, Mississippi Senator Roger Wicker blasted comments made by defense leaders where they placed the blame for the Biden administration's disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan on Afghan defense forces. Let me just remind everyone that for the past six or seven years before the debacle in Kabul, The Afghan military took almost all of the casualties and fatalities and fought bravely on behalf of their country. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
Gardening is one of the most popular hobbies in America, with the average gardener spending five hours a week in the garden. In Mississippi, keeping a healthy, beautiful garden is practically an obsession. But if you have questions about gardening, there's no better person to answer them than the garden mama, Nellie Neal. So whether it's gardening basics or troubles for the more experienced gardeners out there, the garden mama has the answers for you. Saturday morning, starting at 8 on Super Talk Mississippi and Super Talk TV. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I was born under male cypress trees. Baptized I'm Steve Azar in a Mississippi Minute. I got John Mohead here. He's a captive in the DMI Studio A in Cleveland, Mississippi, where I used to roam as a college kid many years ago on the basketball court. And now it's serving me for sure a lot more than and better than a basketball court. It hurts even 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 try to jump. Um, go to visit Mississippi.org. There's no um to that. And so many wonderful things that we have here, especially in our Delta, you know, uh, so many great museums. And when it's all said and done, like John went to Africa to play, all he's got to do is say where. The Mississippi Delta, all you got to do is say the Muppets and it's game on. And that's to me the, you know, that's probably the most recognizable. Well, then you think B.B. King, Muddy Waters, Robert Johnson. We can go uh, Charlie Pride. I mean, so many innovative, incredible first timers, (laughs) you know, from here. And it's just it's amazing to me. But um, uh, you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. John, I made a I co-published for a little while, a guy named Walt Wilkins uh, from Texas, and he sorted the version of you. So he was there was an intellect about his lyrics, also movement in his voice and the soul behind it and all that. That, that to me, you're that Mississippi version of him, and I think he's the best artist in Texas. Period. And I think art, artists like Pat Green and all them. I mean, yeah. Pat Green, one of his biggest hits. Walt Wilkins lives in Nashville. He's writing really? about him. Yeah, man. It's, so Liz Rose, who wrote a lot of Taylor Swift's first hits. Uh-huh. We'd start getting together and we were on cobalt. We were doing, we were using cobalt uh, for whatever and they got us together and every time we drink wine and write a song. So we named his publishing company Wine Songs and we signed Walt because we had this love for him. Yeah. And then Walt made this record called Plenty on my record label and, uh, it just, you just made me feel like I was, I closed my eyes and I felt like I was a Walt. And I'm telling you, from that's a compliment. Well, that beyond, it, yeah. well, well you, you don't need the compliments, but I'm telling you, there is something that reminds me. And if you guys ever got together, it'd be a beautiful storm. I can promise you that. Huh. Um, so you you have this sort of moment where you break down and you and you walk off stage. And so I'm trying to picture that. What do you think led you to there? I mean, to to that moment and that in that place emotionally. You know. Um I, you know, it, exhaustion definitely had a lot to do with it. Um, you know, uh, you know, just what you do to your bodies when you're you're getting you know three or four hours of sleep a night, and you have to get up and you have to ride. If you've got you know four hundred miles to make the next gig, and then you get there, you're late, and you've got a hurry up setup, and just the stress level. Yeah. And uh, I was such a control freak back then. You know, you can ask Barry. I mean, me when we were doing some tours out west, you know, I would drive the van. And I remember one time we drove straight through to Albuquerque or something, and it was like 20 hours. And 
I didn't think anybody else was awake enough to drive, so I did the whole 20 hours just steadily yeah. chugging coffee. You know? <laughs> uh, I'm sure someone else could have done it for you know at least a few hours, but you know, I wouldn't do it. So that's I was doing that to myself and uh and worrying about everything you know the lighting you know well that that light's not right or you know this, oh man yeah yeah you were in a place yeah, yeah huh. and it just Interesting. It, yeah at that level i mean we were like the proverbial you know everybody's opening act and um you can't afford you know uh, guitar techs and you know uh, lighting guys you know you might get lucky if you get it you know can afford a well you're at the engineer. mercy uh, sonically sound wise yeah. your monitor everything but don't let you don't lose uh, you're a little bit being humble there you're sharing the stage with bob dylan and people like that so you're not just sharing the stage with somebody well, yeah i mean it, i mean and that was you know actually the dylan thing when i did that um they didn't want me to do a band on that those shows um they uh just wanted me to do a solo because i was you know easy in easy out right um but after i did that i was like okay i can retire now it's like you know yeah, yeah. You know, well you did a lot dylan. Of, you did a lot of dylan's but the uh that's interesting that you sort of went went through that. For me, I had vocal cord issues. It's funny. You talk about being uh, just you, you sort of put a lot of that burden on yourself. You, a lot of the pain you probably is self-inflicted. Right. Yeah. But there's a lot of thing, you know, things around you that swarm in that aren't self-inflicted and you got to deal with. So I was pretty much a perfectionist. I needed the monitor to sound a certain way. So I was probably yeah. going through all that. I developed some sort of cold when it was before a big show because I was mentally talking myself into being sick hmm. so because it, it matters so much you know yeah and in the meanwhile i've written 80 songs and i've been on the road i've gone to I've, i was gone 300 days that year between a radio tour trying to have burst hit and having success and all that 300 days but to to a radio tour so i try to equate this to, as a doctor now i know what we do and it's important <laughs> as a doctor doing surgery but i want everybody to picture this you got to have a hit record you got to go on the road. So you fly into, say, uh, Chicago, right? We're in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then you, you get there in time for lunch. You had to get up at 435 in the morning to make the flight. You've had no sleep. So you get there. The worst thing in the world for your, your voice is lack of sleep. Yep. You can sing all day, but lack of sleep, you're done. So then you go and you do a lunch. And they have people come in. Then, then you have to do your lunch. You're playing for everybody for the first time. You go in and do a live interview on the radio station and they'll play your record. You play. So you travel three da- three hours down the road, let's say to um, uh, uh, give me a bigger mark. Uh, where are we coming from? We're going to go to Madison, Wisconsin, right? Or Milwaukee. Let's say yeah. Milwaukee. So you're in Milwaukee, and then you go and you do the late afternoon drive time on the air, and then you go to a show there. Now you you're done at midnight. Now everybody's partying because here you are. You know everybody's going. Then you drive three hours because you have to. So at three in the morning, but you have to get up five because you have to do the drive time in Bloomington, Indiana. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or you Indianapolis. Just, you just described it. I mean, right. That's, that's it. It's a week yeah. of it. And then you, as you start having hit, you know, start making your way, you start to do real shows. So could you imagine a physician getting zero sleep? And the one thing we were doing, I'm com- hanging with me, everybody. I'm not comparing what we do to a physician. There's no nothing that's more important than that. But the one thing you and I needed and we all needed was our voices. Yeah. And they were getting ripped apart. My second publishing gig was um, with a guy named Pat Higdon, who went on to sure. run Universal. Right. I mean, that's uh, well, I was with Higdon, and uh, we were. I was in his office, and we were. We'd cut a bunch of demos, um, and was debating whether we were going to release it. Pat had a label, 
and he's, he's like, well, John, you know, um, mailbox money is one of the best things that God ever created. You know, <laughs> you sit at home and, you know, you go out to the mailbox and get a check from ASCAP, or BMI, and, you know, it's like, oh, okay, going back inside now. And yeah. um, But the life of an artist is totally, sure. totally different. But well, I was you, just, like, determined. It's like, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to go on the road. I'm going to do this. So. Well, there's but, – but if you're an artist now – I mean, mailbox money. If you're a writer now, mailbox money is different. Uh, yeah. Right. The yeah. box you don't need as big a box as you used yeah. to. It doesn't come in. Yeah. It doesn't come in thick pads now. It comes like a little thin. But yeah. with streaming, right? Yeah. So live. It's all about live again. So that's how record labels are making it. They're doing these 360 deals now. They're getting a piece of merch, piece of piece of everything, which before they didn't. You know, you already have 25 percent coming off the top with an agent and a manager. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to understand. If you're a sort of an upper middle class, upper middle class musician, songwriter, artist, doing well, how with I know the bills and the insurance and the and the travel and the cost and the band and the, and then and a business manager, if you got one. And then now you have a record label coming in and getting all of this extra stuff, which they didn't touch before. It's interesting the yeah. the economics behind it, how it works for somebody that's good, you know, this, this making a living doing it. How much is cutting into that and how tired they're getting? That'd be that'd be a good interview with yeah, uh, somebody now right in, right in the middle know, of it. Back then, it's like everybody. I, I had one. I'm, I'm sure you had one. You know, we all had publishing deals, and that's paid our sure. rent. You know, and we lived on that. And then we got a cut. You know, that was you know a little bonus money. And you know, of course, you know, publishing company took some of that and all. But if you had co-writes, you had you know split it. But it's you know you could make a decent living doing that and if well just from cut, cuts you really could do well. yeah well the hit was the uh, the more than the icing on the cake it was yeah. it was a but the icing on the cake really and the or the cherry on top were always those cuts on albums yeah i'm steve azar with john mohead oh yeah stream him you can buy him we can't buy him but his music please go to visit mississippi.org so many wonderful things uh, the grammy museum is just right outside of the door whenever i'm here at delta state i think about how cool that is uh, where Robert Johnson sold his soul apparently is somewhere pretty close to here. And also, I wouldn't try that if I was you. Also, uh, the B.B. King Blues Museum, the Jim Henson Museum, the Delta Blues Museum. So whenever I'm here, I think about these great places that maybe you hadn't visited. Come check it out. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Don't want to worry. I'm Steve Azar, and this is pretty cool. The interactive teller machine, or ITM, 
is Guarantee Bank's latest and greatest way to serve us customers more effectively and conveniently. ITMs provide personal face-to-face interaction with a live bank teller without having to leave the comfort and safety of your car. You can conduct almost any transaction as you would inside, including deposits, withdrawals, check cashing, account transfers, and even loan payment. Give the new ITM system at Guarantee Bank a try. And as always, thank you for trusting Guarantee Bank with all your banking needs. For more information, go to gbtonline.com. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleEast didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleEast are ready. Call PeopleEast today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleEast.com. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. Callaway's Christmas open houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, Reeds, garlands, angels, nativities, and much more. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas Open Houses, first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. 
connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top-tier IT solutions. Visit cspire.com slash business. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Riding around the county, drinking from a jar. Blue canoe on the top of my car. Hopping, darling, don't... I'm Steve Azar with John Mohead. Woo! Visit Mississippi.org. Visit Mississippi.org. Visit Mississippi.org. Come on, everybody. Check it out. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. We're rolling down a Mississippi Minute with my pal, John. A Mississippi Uh, hour and a half would actually be like a year and a half here on this show. uh, Yes, that's true. Everything is about, I was talking about my sons and timing. I think everything in the universe revolves around timing. And that was another old saying in Nashville. It's like, it's, it's not his time yet. And I was like, "What? What does that mean?" It's not his time. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's not his time. He's not, you know, he's not going to have the big hits yet because he hadn't, you know, put enough time in, mm-hmm. in you know, on the road or whatever, maybe a writing or whatever. It's not his time. And um, different artists of that period, uh, like you know, when Steve Earle had gotten out of you know rehab and prison. Right. Uh, and he did that acoustic record. After that, then he starts doing these electric records, and um, and he was just on fire there, you know, for several years. And everyone said Pat Higdon was like, "Well, you know, it's his time." Yeah, it's, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just, I guess, it was a, a just a saying that the record people would do. It's like, so all right, it's his time, so we're going to get behind this one, and we're going to put some money behind this one, you know, yeah. because as you know, it's like. They point to like we're going to get behind this record, and we're not going to get behind this record, and they—it's a kiss of death. I mean, because it sits there. No, and it happens yeah. that it happens in a meeting, yeah. and you're dealing with you're dealing with artists' dreams and and momentum and everything they've been working on, and it's just a, a decision that's made at a at a at a table. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of times they're they're made hastily, but it's also who's making the money. You yeah. know, there was there was if you're on a label where you have Garth. Well, he's making so much money for the label, and when Garth's a priority, period, the priority. We were in Shania, where yeah. we were, you know, she was a priority. You know, well, that's, was, I was on uh, Rounder when Allison Krauss oh. was there, and you know, you were one of the coolest labels ever, though. Well, and and they they I got a lot of mileage out of it. I was always wanting more, you know, right. And it's like get you know get me on some of those Allison dates. It's like um, you know no Allison's you know she, she was getting like Robert Plant. I mean you know yeah. she was getting whoever yeah, she sure. wanted sure. because she was making all the money for the label right. and actually floating all of us you know that were yeah. selling you know several thousand you know right. records as opposed to hers you know in the hundreds of thousands you know so. But she had her own crosses to bear. She had I mean you got to think about it. Mainstream radio and country should have been playing everything she put out and they didn't. Now she started having success on CMT and all that but she didn't have a, a, a mainstream success. She had it. She gutted it. She gritted it out. Yeah. But uh, Rounder Records was to me 
that version of Americana, probably the greatest Americana label ever, and you own it because the, they were into acts that could play live and sounded like yourselves. Yeah. And you think about A and M in the rock world. So there was a friendship that the guys at the top had with the artists, and they would do anything to make the artists happy. I, I always felt like, and you were on Rounder, so you probably know a lot more than I do. But that was at least the reputation that I had heard. Well, uh, just where they could put you, you know. Um, I'd been, I had a, a manager that was trying to get me on South of Southwest on a decent showcase of South of Southwest for a couple of years. You know, I got on Rounder and had that first record on them, and boom, they just stuck me in. I was on a great showcase at the Lazona Rosa with, um, oh, uh, what's his name, uh, McMurtry. Um, oh, yeah, James McMurtry. James McMurtry, yeah. 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 And, and uh, it was a year that, Sunvolt came out. They were they were the darlings of South yeah. and Southwest that year. And it was just, just it was so cool. You know, I was talking mm-hmm. about how Nashville everybody spoke your language. Well, go to Austin during South by Southwest, it's another takes yeah, it to sure. another level because sure. it's so concentrated in that, that period. Well Texas artists can make a living and never leave the state lines. Yeah. I mean that's a fact. And they they <laughs> and they do that too. And they yeah. do. Mississippi, we've got to get better at that. And I think the main thing is this next generation of talent that's coming because it is in all fashions and forms and genres. And I think that we can keep them here and then give them places to play. And people come out. Mississippi's spoiled as a listener audience. I mean, when I go, you know, you go to Michigan and places like almost like they've been frozen and they come out in droves. Yeah, I think we're so used to being around great talent all over the state. I really do that. It's almost like uh, it's so second nature to us as listeners. And I wonder, you know, so those are the things we got to work on. We got to create the venues for them to come and all that. But really celebrating Mississippi talent because it's still a lot of it. I, I couldn't agree more. And yeah. um, what's going on in Cleveland is is yeah. actually, you know, with what Trisha's doing and the DMI sure. and the Grammy Museum, they've got something started. I, I think you have to educate people. And I think yeah. you have to start it very early. Yeah, you, you instead of just listening to the, the bass and the kick drum... Listen to those words. Yeah, and, man. You know, if you're not used to doing that, you know, it's, it's just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think sometimes people just get lost in, in, in the way things are mixed now. You know, yeah. it's it's heavy on the backbeat, heavy on you know, the rhythm section and bringing the vocals yeah. back. You know, And so much of our history, the world's history started here. And it could just be, like I said, it could just be a matter of fact. Hey, what's up, BB? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. hey, you know, what's up, Muddy? What's up, Conway? What's up? I mean, like, it's like Charlie was playing baseball. I mean, like, there's yeah. such a normal see to it that I feel like that uh you know we, we're getting there I, I'm really excited about being a part of this I'm excited about being down here with you uh, I'm coming to Catherine's to eat uh, everybody yeah. come to Moon Lake and uh let's get, all get together and have a little meal break some bread I appreciate you spending a Mississippi minute with me mohead John mohead whatever how you want to say it you go check his records out they're incredible he's one of us but uh, globally recognized and I appreciate him spending time in the keep Mississippi beautiful studio go to visit mississippi.org to check out anything cool you're going to do this weekend I'm Steve Azar John I can't thank you enough appreciate it I'm Steve Azar in a Mississippi Minute all 60 of them where you can take your sweet time Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.